What's up, snitches? Welcome back to another episode of Let's Gossip with Meredith and Steph. This week, we are recapping The Bachelorette Men Tell All, and let's just say, these men are in a tizzy. It is <laughs> it is on like Donkey Kong. And we got a pretty good lineup for Gossip of the Week. So for Gossip of the Week, we have some Kardashian updates, specifically Tristan Thompson's ass. We're talking to you, sir. <laughs> And then we're going to talk about Billie Eilish and her iconic Vanity Fair interview. Let's get into it. So where the hell have we been? <laughs> Not very active, you could say, but just, Steph did post a vlog in case anybody mm-hmm. checked that out. I'm <laughs> loving the YouTube. Next week, we are going to Vegas. Um, so, so definitely we'll have some good content there. Yep, we'll definitely have a vlog for that. Thanksgiving was fun. I also went to Vegas for Thanksgiving. Lost a lot of money. Gained a lot of good experiences. <laughs> I had a lot of good memes. Um, and then it did end up happening, though, because, you know, they say for Vegas... One day is good. Two days is perfect. It's great. Yeah. Three days, too far. Yes. Three is a crowd. Yeah. <laughs> two is company. Three is a crowd. Yes. And so, yeah, I was definitely feeling the pain throughout the entire weekend because we were there for like five days at least. Like, what? Oh, Wednesday. I didn't really hear about this piece. You did feel the Vegas thing, you know, where oh. it's like after a couple oh. days, you're like, Ooh. After the first day, I was like, I need to go home. Yeah. Like, that's I could, bad. I could lay in my bed. The, the second night, I was at right after dinner, I went right to the hotel room and went to sleep. I go, we have whoa, three whoa. more days. Yes. I was about to keel over (laughs) yeah the last time I went to Vegas same thing I was like one day is enough I was literally standing on the strip had this beautiful picture background my mom was like go over there and take a picture I go over and take a picture I look to my right on the floor pile of vomit I go yummy (laughs) love Vegas (laughs) yep that's great especially when you're hungover love to see it um filthy dirty poopy doopy <laughs> and, um and then the last day so we're coming out of thanksgiving it's like sunday we find out that one of adam's family friends because i went with adam's family um tested positive for covid so Love that. um that was just a cherry on top so i, I obviously took a couple tests and we were all negative over a few days but i'm like how am i supposed to coming out of the weekend out of vegas know the difference between feeling like I have the symptoms of COVID and feeling the sheer pain of the hangover from Vegas. You know, it's like either way I have mono. Absolutely. (laughs) Traveling, the drinking, the partying, the staying out late. Like we are accustomed to being home base before 8 p.m. I'm surprised I didn't catch a million more diseases. No, (laughs) for real. Because of this entire COVID situation, it's like we had a couple days off before Thanksgiving and that's when Steph went to Vegas. So we didn't film an episode then. And then when Steph got back, potential COVID patient over here. So then we didn't film again. So I didn't see Steph for like 10 days in person. Yeah. Don't believe we FaceTimed every oh, day. Yeah. But we're still, still didn't miss a beat. <laughs> no, but it was weird being in the office without her. So yep. thank God she's returned. And we are back in biz. Oh, yeah. And, you know, Christmas is right around the corner. <laughs> the bells are ringing. Santa's here. <laughs> coming down the chimney. <laughs> like, these aren't Christmas <laughs> songs. Are, we know Christmas songs. Like, where, where are these lyrics coming from? <laughs> 
Also an update, we are going to be going home for Christmas and Steph's flight was originally supposed to be mm-hmm. Friday. She was getting in on Christmas Eve and this bitch over here switched her flight. So she's coming home on Tuesday oh. with moi and we're about to run the town with our oh. bestie Tess. <laughs> we are back in business in St. John's, Michigan, baby. Not us having a full agenda. Full agenda. <laughs> our, our plans are already set in stone. Hitting we- our favorite restaurants, making sure we're hitting the iconic high school spots like Steph's Pole Barn. Thank yes. you. My house, the crib. <laughs> Thank you. Christmas decorations shall be up and the vibes of coziness shall be through the roof. It is just going to be spectacular. And now let's move into the bachelorette, what we're all here for, people. Wow. And you know what? These guys absolutely lost it on this episode. I mean, zinger after zinger. I've never been really more disgusted. Like, I hate when the girls are super catty and stuff. Yeah. But nothing I hate more than when guys, like, fight petty with each other. Watching grown men bicker. Like, screaming over each other. There's nothing worse. The guys were really fully losing it after Tasha and Caitlyn repeatedly They're slamming their hands on the table. They're screaming. Like, hey! You know, it's like... If I was Tasha and Caitlyn, I would be so fucking pissed. Oh. I'd be like, shut up. Because if I was Chris Harrison, you'd be fucking listening yeah, exactly. to me. Exactly, 100%. And it's like, we're on TV. We're on live TV here, people. Exactly. We have to cut to a commercial at some point. Like, thank you. And we also need to talk to other people as well. We'll get to the combo. Oh my God. That piece was pissing me off. Oh but other God. than that, loved the drama. Loved it. So let's kick it off with Will and Peter. You know, and this all started back at the beginning of the season when Will wrote Peter's name down as a narcissist. And then that led to Peter throwing Will's coat into the pool. And Will can not let it die. (laughs) He can dish it, but he can't take it. Honestly, I'm team Peter. I hate to say it because Peter's such a little shithead. I agree with all the guys. Like, he's annoying as hell. But And it's like we've come across people throughout our lives that have that type of personality. You know, like the overbraggers and the people that just talk a lot. It's like, whatever. Honestly, it's like, disregard it, bro. It's like, that's just who he is and his demeanor. But he's not coming after anybody. Exactly. He was just being himself to a degree. And since they both, since Will and Peter both got kicked off the show, they have been like relentlessly still going at each other's throats where Will was first accusing Peter of, you know, just being on the show to promote his pizzeria because that's all he talks about the entire time. And then Peter is now accusing Will of making everybody write a bunch of bad reviews on his pizzeria. Right. And what does Caitlin do? She throws up the bad reviews. She threw like four of them up there after Peter was just absolutely bombarded with hatred from all the guys screaming at him. Right. Let's just throw up what's really going to like a dagger in his heart multiple times. It was relentless. I know. It was I felt so uncomfortable. I was so embarrassed. And I would be like, you're what? not going to put one good one up oh either? Like, I am actually a small business at the end of the day. Don't try to hoe me like this. Really bad. And honestly, Twitter was on our side. Like, there, I really? checked Twitter and there were a couple people that were like, ooh, that was like a little bit just much. Mean. A little too much that for was, me. Yeah, just too mean. And then Peter comes out swinging by having Will get served. In the middle of the entire episode. get Literally a man walks on stage and <laughs> serves Will. And the look on Will's face, he was about to burst into tears. That's it's like, what does this mean? Oh my God. Like, we're in court? We're going to court. <laughs> and Am I under arrest? And then Will just chucks him on the floor. Like, oh, 
you're just sure chuck them dude because you cried over your jacket being thrown in a pool like oh i can't gosh. stand will i'm sorry you brought this on yourself yeah. by throwing the stone first and now you're like trying to act like you're the bigger better man you were the petty one that started it all for real and why just because you guys just drop that stupid little argument for it, real both sides it was just the stupidest little dig to each other it's like let's drop it <laughs> also will like randomly throwing out that peter's like sisters dming mm. him or something i'm like what's that about oh my god not the sister comments being thrown left and right where when they went to when the guy came out to serve the papers before they saw it was that guy one of the guys makes the comment like is it his sister is it I his know. sister i if i would that's too far don't bring my fucking family into no. it no i would have absolutely popped off oh that's 100 far. do not bring my sister into the mix that's why i can't stand will it's like i don't know why I everybody don't even believe will i seriously fucking doubt that his sister is in your dms 100 it's like uh if they're remotely close at all yeah. peter probably drew the fucking line and, and said don't talk exactly to will. i don't think i need to say it and clearly if she is in his dms and her and peter probably aren't close at all so it doesn't even matter to throw that in peter's face because they're not close like i it's just so stupid the whole thing is so petty and stupid but i thought peter got shitted on more than he should have absolutely it's like let's give this man a break for real like he has been under attack not. since the beginning <laughs> yeah. because even just with because he's so annoying exactly like, everyone's just gotta accept that's his personality exactly and even with the whole jacket thing remember what happened before is like peter when they were in that like stupid nasa spinning thing remember that Peter went in there and started speaking in Italian to Michelle about his love for her and everything. And he was the first one that, to like speak a different language and do this like while being in that spinning thing. Yeah. And then Will does it right after Peter, right after him and starts speaking Spanish. And then Will got the group date, like won the, won the jacket because his Spanish was so beautiful and everything. And Peter was pissed. He's like, so he steals exactly what I do right after I do it. And then he wins the fucking date. Oh my God. Date. It's like when some, no one hears your joke and somebody repeats it and everybody laughs. At exactly. The other and it's like, I literally did that first. So strike number two right there. Cause it's like the first strike was the narcissist joke. Yeah. I mean, with, which was beyond out of pocket. Right. Like, exactly. Like honestly, that just, was their first day. Yes. Like, <laughs> just deal with Peter being annoying. Like everybody is aware. You don't need to like put a target on his back because you wanted to be funny to the guys stupid exactly grow up all right moving on oh my gosh i don't even want to talk about him either martin <laughs> i mean just looking at him pisses me off everyone's like assuming first of all that he had a girlfriend during the show and he's trying to clear it up being like no we dated before and now we're back together and i right. treat her like a queen yeah i'm sure <laughs> um, something about martin it's like as he has evolved throughout the show i have found him less 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 attractive um, yeah. Like, in the beginning of the show, I didn't think he was, like, unattractive. I was like, yeah, yeah. he's kind of cute. He I just mean, had a weird He vibe. has, like, a weird style with, like, the, the frosted own. tips and, like, all <laughs> of, like, the, the sliced eyebrow, yeah. you know? Oh he's got God. his things. But whatever. I thought he was kind of cute. Now, looking at him, I go, I'm disgusted. And he's just in a black suit. Nothing. It's just bare bones <laughs> freaking Martin. genuinely just, like, the demeanor, the look on his face when he's sitting there. I'm just pissed off. It's like, and I, all of the guys are all, all agreeing, too, where it's like, the misogyny is out of control with you. And it's like, stop putting girls into a bucket saying, like, specifically, Miami girls are so high maintenance. Remember that whole fucking thing? It's like, right. Martin, the entire season, just continued to put his foot in his fucking mouth. And he just blames it. Oh, we had some miscommunication. It's like, no, dude, there was no miscommunication. It's like, 
numerous times you said what you meant and then mm-hmm. she called you out on it and yep. then when you left the show you bitched her the fuck out in the limo we saw his true colors as soon as he got kicked off of the show and he was sitting in that limo that's exactly who martin actually is 100 and he wasn't miscommunicating when he said those words about michelle saying no. that like she doesn't deserve a guy like him exactly he got his foot in his mouth and now is trying to backtrack and martin is 100 the guy that is like hey 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 and then you don't respond and then he's like fuck you bitch you know yeah. i didn't even like you anyway yeah i didn't even want to talk to you it's For like real because you got rejected you're now mad you cannot be the guy that's pissed when you get rejected it's or the girl embarrassing. like it's so embarrassing and the girl because demi remember yeah, on bachelor paradise the, it's the worst please don't no and then you're going to be cocky at the same time. It's like, so which is it? Like, no. somebody's insecure. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Let's go to Jamie now. <gasps> I really don't know who pisses me off more, Jamie or Martin. And I think Jamie's taking the cake. Oh, <laughs> Jamie wins for me by a landslide. Because <laughs> he, he talks so much that it just consistently gets worse and worse as you're listening. <laughs> it makes no sense we are literally on a journey that goes nowhere when Jamie speaks. And I love that they kicked off Jamie's portion by showing all of like the behind the scenes of the show of say- showing every single time that Jamie was like talking shit behind the guy's backs. And it showed everything where I'm like, you can't even lie about it. It's on TV. I was actually like dumbfounded watching Jamie. Literally. And it's like what kicks it off, like Steph was saying, it's like they are doing the whole montage of every single shitty thing Jamie said throughout the season. And then they're like, Jamie, what do you have to say for yourself? And everyone, including myself, right then and there would have been expecting an apology. And he kicks it off with, well, there are two levels of understanding to this rumor. I go, bro, you just saw it literally freaking spelled out for you on the tv where you are caught talking shit and you are still like nope and he keeps making things up like i've apologized i've apologized it's like no you have not when has an apology came out of your mouth dude not once like they are asking you direct questions direct things that are a simple simple response and he is going around and around and around in circles where everybody is just so frustrated with him where they're like can you just shut up either answer it or stop talking because you were going in circles like he purposely like he just talks out of his ass kind of like thomas how thomas used to where it's like i can't believe anything that's coming out of your mouth because you have a whole different agenda going on thomas was just like drawing out things he was direct but he made things sound good Right. You know, he was just twisting it into a way that sounded good, but I could follow every single thing that Tom was was saying. When Jamie speaks, I genuinely have no idea what he is talking about. He will literally talk for 10 minutes straight and I did not gather one thing. I just, it it literally, I can't. Are you not seeing what literally every other person in the room is seeing? What reality are you living in? He is absolutely, like we've said, the kind of guy, the kind of person that nobody has ever told him to just shut the fuck up in his life. I feel like someone has though. And, And the whole thing that, you know, circling back to why everyone's like pissed off and we don't even like Jamie is because earlier in the season, when he was the one spreading the rumors about Michelle like knowing Joe prior. He was the one spreading those rumors, but then telling Michelle that it's the, like, he's just hearing this. It's the other guys and that, that are, he doesn't care. Yep, but and when, that, they, when he was asked directly by Malik, like, why do you care? Even if they knew each other, who cares? He's like, I think we'd have a right to know. I believe this and this and this. It's like, no, everyone else was talking him off the ledge and he was the one continuously persistent. 
and then flips it. And he's still trying to lie about it. Like still in his reality being like, like I was protecting her. I was trying to protect her from a rumor that you legitimately started. And then all of the guys, it was crazy because like all of the guys, they have seen way more of him than we have where they're like, like the fact that I looked up to you so much, they were all like, you had a certain face to everybody in the house that right. everyone looked up to him as someone that was like a good shoulder to lean on. He Super gave good positive. Ad- positive, gave good advice. And like everyone had this whole different, like two different personalities. And as soon as that happens, he completely switches personality when he's not around the guys and they go, we could see the shift and how completely different you are where to us, you're Mr. Positive Motivation. You turn around to the cameras and the producers and you're like, these guys got nothing. Like they, they all blow. I'm way up. Uh, Way, way above them. Yeah, he's like really thought there would be some competition yeah. here. And they're and all the guys are like, this is completely different than how you were acting, D- disregarding the fact of like you creating that whole rumor and lying about it on top of it. I mean, it's actually like insane. It's scary. So it's like him sitting there and wait the way he was talking in the interview on this. Right. It's like the way he was talking was once again, I'm like, that's not who we saw when you were actually being yourself, where you were like being conniving and everything. Where right. I'm like, you're still acting. And the thing about Jamie, which is more concerning to me than even like Yosef. Remember when Yosef mm. was such a fucking dick to Claire? But he owned it. <laughs> he literally Are sat you? there and said, I don't feel bad. Yeah. I'm not apologizing. And that right there is just, Yosef, you're a dick. You yeah. know, it's like, you literally watched that play out. You know exactly what you did. You are owning what you did. And you said, I'm not sorry. So right there, whatever, that's its own cup of tea. However, let's move to Jamie. It's like, Jamie literally does what he does, denies it, and then wholeheartedly believes he's in the right and that he's doing the right thing. Like, like, it's so backwards and delusional. And when Romeo literally says to him, like, do you gaslight people in real life like this? Like, yes. Where it's like all of his ex-girlfriends have been probably watching this like, finally, everyone knows. Like, holy shit. Imagine all of those guys that they had some sort of trust with you, all these people who thought they knew you, and then every single one of them being like, you are a different person and disgusted with your actions. Imagine that. Your oh, character yeah. is like it's tarnished. Garbage. And even like Casey, I love Casey I so know. much. He is literally like the voice of reason. Yeah. And he's like, can we just get a serious one word answer? He goes, I don't need a story. I don't need an example. And then what does Jamie do? Immediately starts off with the fucking monologue. Bro. Ask, like this is bad. <laughs> and Tasha's like, all right, scratch it. We're moving on. Like this is going absolutely nowhere. Oh my God. And then we have the little uh, tussle between Chris S. and Olu. I absolutely love Olu. Me too. It's like he he takes no shit, but he's also like not not just like a hothead or, you know, no. he's not stupid about it though. But like he's like a teddy bear that, yeah. that you don't want to cross. You don't want to wake up the bear. Yeah, for real. <laughs> and so obviously Rick S., you know, he had a million issues during the season of speaking, speaking for Michelle when he had no point to and like bringing down the guys, you know, the whole, the whole shebang. Starting all this drama for no reason. For no reason. And then it shows the clip of him talking about Olu. Chris S. literally saying that Olu has like the smallest IQ or something like that. And Olu's like, don't ever call me. Like he popped off because it's like, don't, is it, is it my race? What is it? Like, don't ever, why do you think I I have an IQ, a low IQ? Don't ever say that to me. Like it goes way deeper than that. Right. He got up. He was escalating. No, got into Chris S. Chris S. was turning his head completely. So he wouldn't look at him when he He was walking over to him. He's like, go sit down, go sit down, go sit down. Like, and he's like, look at me. (laughs) If I was Chris S., I'd be shitting my No, But Chris S. needs a little ass whooping, a little shit. No, 100%. Like you are not smarter or better than any of these people. Okay. No. Olu takes the cake every single time. I, I said, I said in our in our notes, I want Olu to crush him with his bare hands. <laughs> God, sorry. 
Dude. Oh my god. No, I just love Olu. I wish she was the new bachelor, like instead of Clayton. But can't wait to see him on Paradise. He'll absolutely be there. Oh yeah, he will be, but like he should have been the bachelor. I'm sorry. Like just the sensitivity he showed on the season, how fun he was, how much the guys liked him. He's freaking ripped and he dresses amazing. Yep. What more could we ask for when we got Clayton over here? Emotionally like stable. I like wow. Love that. In tune. He is in In tune. All right. And then, of course, there was um, the little tidbit with Taysha where Caitlin, you know, they, she had to ask the question because it's the elephant in the room that Taysha isn't wearing her engagement ring, that the engagement is off with Zach. And when I say that for me, this was the most uncomfortable experience I've ever witnessed. Oh, my God. It was like as bad as like Matt and Rachel oh on that after the final rose. Yeah. Remember how like horrifyingly like just the silence, the palpable the s- silence in the room. And everyone, even watching at home, I'm like, am I okay? And just, no, and it, for real. And it was, it just seemed like not the moment throughout this episode to do it. Maybe the, it near the end or maybe in the beginning or on a podcast yes. or anything else. Right like, in the center. And it was a two second convo. She's like, yeah, I'm like, Tasha was upset, but it was like, two, we didn't even get anything out of it. Just that she's upset and she still loves him. And she's sad that this is happening. Right. And but then she leaves. The show 100% made her yes. do this. And everybody on Twitter was, like, blaming Caitlyn. Like, why would Caitlyn do this to Tasha? Like, obviously, they're fucking friends. It's no, like, yeah. she's not doing this randomly out of the blue yeah, to no. just surprise her. It's like, it obviously. It was so obvious that it was planned and that Caitlyn, it was, like, pulling teeth for Caitlyn to say it. Where I'm like, One, this is weird. 100%. Imagine if me and you were, like, set up, like, okay, so, Mira, yep. at this, I'm just going to rip off the band-aid. <laughs> and it's like, so, Albert. <laughs> and the thing is, is, like, the reason that the show is doing this is because Tasha's getting fired. Low key, Tasha's getting fired. It's like because the reason that they chose Caitlyn and Tasha for hosting the Bachelorette and being the host is because they have two yep. happy Bachelor Nation relationships yep. that are successful. Mm-hmm. Well, that one of those uh, doesn't add up anymore. Well, Chris Harrison wasn't in a relationship and he wasn't fired, so I'm confused oh, why they're knocking Tasha off the roster. Oh. I'm not saying it's just. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. I guarantee it. Well, obviously, we already no, have I Jesse totally Palmer. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, we have Jesse Palmer, and I think that he is going to completely take over, like yeah. Chris Harrison, where I'm like, I don't even think Caitlyn will do it. Yeah. Because and I'm he's like, going to be the new man, the yeah. new lead. Which I'm like, I hate getting used to new leads, where I'm like, I'm barely there with Caitlyn and Tasha. Like, right. I like them because I like them. They don't, like, annoy me, like, too much. Yeah. You know, where I, I, I'm getting there with them. I'd rather them. But when there's new people, I'm like, all right, are you going to make this weird or what? Right. <laughs> I do think that Jesse Palmer, though, was like the perfect person because he's known, but not that known where we can form our own opinions of him. And also he's an actor where he'll be able oh. to play the role well. Like I can tell with Tasha and Caitlin, it's sometimes where I'm like, this is not like what they went into. You yeah. know, it's like they were never going in to be no. a TV host no, you or an actor. Like- you know, it's like. Jesse Palmer is a full-blown actor, TV host. Like, he's yeah. going to be able to bring it home Yeah, because it doesn't really come, like, super natural to the other girls. Which it would be super hard to do. Oh, to insanely Like, difficult. no, thank you. Especially the live sessions. Like, oh. oh, my God. You have no idea where the combos are going. Exactly. And so then when Caitlin asked that question to Tasha, it's like, Tasha obviously, is super upset. The rumors that I heard regarding their relationship is that Tasha when they first got engaged was like wanting to hold off the engagement. Like she wanted to, she had like a ton of shit going on. You know, obviously she was hosting the new season of the bachelorette. She was like on E news. She has her podcast. She has been married and divorced before. So she's like, I'm not in a major rush. (laughs) Right. Exactly. So that's why they postponed working on wedding plans right away. So then 
as this year has gone on, it's like Tasha has now been like wanting to start the planning, wanting to move forward. And it's apparently like Zach that's like, I'm not ready. I don't want to go yeah. right now. Like he's now giving pushback where yeah. before he was gung ho, like, let's go yeah. right now. Right. So it's like the, the roles have reversed here. Yep. Which maybe it's a good thing that they figure she's figuring this out now. With right. Him. Like, which I do feel bad because it's like the first year after the show is like, like the hardest for all yeah. of the couples. Like a like Jojo and, um, Jordan almost broke yeah. up after the first year. I wish they could have stuck it out a little know, bit longer. For real, I and know. And she did say that they tried everything. I know. But I feel it, like this was so, like, quick. They literally ran the marathon. Yeah. And then the random rumor about, like, the that ma- person hearing, like, Zach push Tasha, like, yeah. telling her not to stop. Like, we have to keep going because right. he wanted a good time. Which, it's like, that's totally, like, conjecture. You know, it's like, yeah. you could literally be like, he's just encouraging right. her, or he's being mean, yeah. you know? So, I didn't really think that was anything. And then, like, three days later, the rumors were announced that they split. Right. And it, and then it's like, clearly, like, Tasha seemed, based off of her quick response on this episode, it seemed like she's upset, like, that she wasn't the one instigating the breakup. Right. That's what I was gathering. Yeah, because they also posted like, on I'm Instagram for the marathon. Yeah. Like, a week ago. Yeah. Two weeks ago. It's like, this was so fast and out of nowhere. We need answers. Yeah. Okay. Now we have the goods. Miss Michelle is rolling out to talk to all the guys. And, you know, she addresses Jamie, obviously. And once again, Jamie refusing to apologize. He just can't stop talking. (laughs) And Michelle's like, no, I don't think you're understanding. Yeah, no. (laughs) But the thing is, is what I really liked about her response is like when Jamie was speaking in those circles and just like Mm -hmm. randomly talking, because he's like, I'm looking at a person and I appreciate who she is. Like literally going on a completely different tangent about how, who she is as a person and how, how they talked about their life outside the show. Like, bro, no one's here to hear about that. No. Okay. And Michelle like even picked things from his monologue and was like, I hear you. But that's not what I'm discussing here. You know exactly what the topic of discussion is. Taking zero, zero responsibility. And she even said that. She goes, it looks to me like you have not learned a single thing. Literally. Not one. And she's like, you don't understand clearly how like your words affect people. And she goes, you talk this big game about being so positive and all this stuff. And she goes, but you don't act on it. Your actions do not match your words whatsoever. Right. She goes, if I respect somebody, I respect them to their face and also behind their back. Yeah, exactly. Like you were not honoring me and respecting me. You Uh were talking mad shit about me and telling everybody I'm on spring break mode. Oh my God. Like you're full of shit. And then it's like... Once again, refuses to apologize, refuses to apologize. And then he's like, literally somebody goes, are you going to apologize? And he just blurts out this non-apology. Literally, once again, just a stupid statement that has nothing to do with anything. And then all the guys are just like rolling their eyes and just like scoffing, just being like, what the fuck? And then he goes, let me try again. And then does an actual real apology like that's half genuine. But I'm like, bro, you literally had to be coached forced and like coerced to give this you gave your first apology it was straight garbage and then you're like let me try again immediately after saying the first one it's, it's like, like just give the people what they want dude just even apologize. If, how hard was that that one sentence it was in one sentence that you addressed how you made other people feel the guys and michelle and that you understand like you, and she he thanked them for expressing their feelings so he yep. can understand them and apologize that's all we needed we could have he could have saved himself so much like agony and people screaming at him and yes. hating him if he would have just done that from the start jamie 
in fact, of the group is the narcissist. And now it, he cannot yes. be wrong. He loves the show. He loves that everybody thinks he's Mr. Personality, mm-hmm. Mr. Powerful, Mr. Positive. But actually, that's not who he is at all behind in internally. Exactly. Because by the time it just shows, it's like if we had to, everyone had to force you. It took that long to get just a simple apology out of your mouth. We can't believe, like, then I don't believe your apology. No, exactly. If you would have started, whether you were being truthful or not, if you would have just started with the apology, it would have been a hell of a lot more believable. Now that it's taken this long to just get to this simple, um, I'm sorry, I don't believe you. Exactly. <laughs> now it's like, thanks for saying it, but you still, I don't believe you. And then we move on to Martin and Martin wants to talk to her. Of course, he's like, I have something to say. And uh, once again, just blames it on miscommunication. He's like, we had a lot of miscommunication throughout the season. And then Michelle chimes in and it's like, fresh off her dome is all the shit that Martin said in the limo. It's like, thanks for referencing the miscommunication during the season. But what I'm here to discuss is what you Mm -hmm. fucking said in the car as soon as I sent you home. And then he goes, I expressed myself to the best of my abilities. Oh, so you saying like, I'd never even give her a shot. I don't even want to be with a woman that handles herself like that. Like that was you expressing yourself to the best of your abilities. Are we okay? What? Like, are you literally 14? It's like, exactly. And Michelle's like, no, we already, I already had the moment to give you the chance to discuss the issues we had while you were on the season to my face. And if both conversations went poorly, we're never going to agree on any of those things. But the one thing we didn't talk about was you in the limo and the shit that you said there because that was someone called for. It's exactly. like that wasn't miscommunication. That wasn't me taking it wrong. No. That was straight up the words out of your mouth very direct. Exactly. He's like trying to thank her. Like, thank you for teaching me all of this stuff. Now, thank you. Because now, like, I just want to let you know you taught me how to treat a woman. So, like, my girlfriend right now, I treat her like a queen. And Michelle's like, what did she say? She's like, there's a difference between treating her like a queen and, like, having respect for people or something like that. Treating her like a queen is understanding where she came from and who she is as a person. Not understanding yes. her trauma and then telling her she's immature. She's like, that is not the same. Exactly. And then Thank Mar- you. And then Martin is like, and that's why I'm here as a man apologizing. Like, don't get defensive at all, Martin. Oh. And you are barely a man. So don't even pull that. Exactly. I'm a man apologizing. It's like, oh, because you got caught. Literally. On camera in 4K, bitch. I mean, and Michelle's like, uh, you know what? That it, This is just showing me exactly why the relationship between us two did not work out. Thank you. Boom. Mic drop. Get out of here. She could barely look at him. She was just disgusted. like. Disgusted. She's disgusted with him. Literally. Good luck to that new girl. She's got ick for him. Yes. Bad. Oh, I got ick. Major. <laughs> oh, okay. So right at the very end, Caitlin asked a question to Michelle and she goes, is there anything you like you regret or like anybody you wish you could have got to know more on the show? Yeah. Which is kind of like a paradox of a question. It's like, if she's happy with somebody and you're like, yeah. who did you wish you had more time with on the show? Yeah. You know, like it's kind of a trap. Yeah. And she could have said, I'm super happy with my decision. You know, I got to, got to spend yeah. time with everybody, but she didn't, which I like. She yeah. immediately turns to Olu and she's like, I wish I got more time with you. You were there for me the entire I season. Agree. That was so rude that she dumped him. Right. Like, like she should have at least given him a one-on-one, you yeah. know, like the chance to really yeah. show himself. So I'm glad that she did acknowledge that for yes. at least him. You it's know, like 100% because they had a great like they had great banter. They really obviously connected they, on a like a sensitive matter, yeah. like emotional level. Yeah. They, he just never got the time to like have exactly. that date. Yep. So I'm glad she said that. Me too. And wow, what a doozy. Whoa. How is literally next week the finale? Excuse? I guess I didn't realize. 
Well, yeah. Wait, it would yeah. Be for hometowns and then in fantasy suites. Yeah. Are those all in one? Yep. I always get confused when we get to the end like this. Right, because it's like three hours long, yeah. remember? Yep. So, it, and it's down to Brandon, Nate, Nate and, and Joe. Joe. Who do you think? Oh, yeah. And I genuinely have no idea. I know. Okay. Based on like what I've seen of them, I think Nate, but Nate's family was no bueno. Yeah. Brandon, I feel like Brandon would be so good to her and like his family stay was good yeah. and like he obviously he's so ready he is so ready he is so head over heels yes. for her he but asked I, for the parents approval yeah but i don't know like if he's challenging enough for her i don't yeah i don't i don't know either i like, agree and then joe obviously we have the hometown basketball factor where she's just clinging onto that you know i don't right. it's like nate i see the passion with where it's like she wants that but i could see there being the hiccup with him not being ready for sure right so i don't know it's obviously between nate and joe for me yeah i'm gonna guess nate i do too but I think sometimes like okay when with like becca season with blake and garrett yeah i was so gung-ho blake is winning this like their connection yes. was the best yep. everything was the best and then low-key she turned like chose yeah. garrett because when they get down to this moment it's not necessarily all about what we've seen. It's like, who do you actually see as your husband in the long term? 100%. And that's Joe. Yeah. Minnesota, living on Lake Minnetonka. 100%. Kids are playing basketball on the weekends with the travel team. Yep. Like, long term, that is him. Absolutely. Nate is a tech sales guy that lives in San Diego. You know, it's like they have totally different lives right now. Yeah. So, and Brandon, I just feel like there's a, some, a little piece that's missing to the puzzle, I think. Something's right. like just not fully there. Like, I feel like it is with Nate. Right. However, did you catch in the bloopers scene, Michelle goes, that is the hottest kiss I've ever had in my entire life. Hands down. Literally, she's talking about it. It's Brandon. It's the, I knew it. I, oh, they got boners for each other. Something about him is a good ass kisser. Something. Like, every time she's kissing him, she's like, yeah. woo. Ooh, my god <laughs> yeah so i'm like brandon he's got that shit on lock apparently Th there's three in the fantasy suites right yeah yeah okay well she's gonna have a hell of a ride yeah <laughs> no i can see sending him home though early to not I know. hurt him i know Ooh. but either way i'm pumped to see brandon on paradise yeah for real me too Now, gossip of the week, we are kicking it off mm. with Tristan fucking Thompson. Steph's mad. <laughs> I, I have been carrying this anger all week to explode on the podcast. And you know how we get when we're fired up about things. We're going to try to chill it out. But, <laughs> oh my God, this man. I, I've truly... If the earth was flat, I'd punt him off the edge. <laughs> I, I don't know where that analogy came from, but I've never used it. No, I've but never he would be the that. first that I would punt off of the cliff. I just feel he like you genuinely give zero fucks about True, about Chloe, about the family. Like you where are in it Tristan's for yourself. Morals. So the big shebang here is that his. He got a third baby mama pregnant. And not just pregnant. No, she just gave birth to a baby boy. And like three days this, ago. This baby boy uh, was conceived on Tristan's 30th birthday when he was dating Chloe. Yes. There are Chloe's Instagram posts from his birthday that day. He's commenting back, I love you, Coco. Really? Because you're having a full-fledged all-weekend fling with your trainer. Oh, who he's known for so long, too. And then, on top of him not just once for, again for the millionth time cheating on Chloe... This is the only one that's gotten pregnant. So it's like, she's only relevant because she literally said, I'm having this baby. Yeah. It's like, think about all the uh, random girls that don't get pregnant that are exactly, just like, that he, we don't know about. That we don't know about. Also, Zinger here is that 
the court documents are coming out that she's obviously she's suing him for child support and the fact that Tristan offered her 75k to get an abortion and in his messages to her he's also saying like if you like it'll be so stupid if you don't get the abortion like take the money now because I'm not having anything to do with this kid I will not be in his life and then second He's like, I will make sure that he's like, I'm going to be done after this season in the NBA. And so I will be filing for unemployment. So you're going to get child support for someone who's unemployed. Bitch, you are you a made, millionaire. You made this mistake as well. Not just this girl. Okay. Right. You chose to do that. You got her pregnant. That was your fuck up. Own it. Don't be like, you have so much money. And you're going to say, actually, I'm going to make sure I'm on unemployment by the time you have this kid and, it, and like we get through the court so that I'm filed as um, unemployed until so you get way less money. Are you just cough up the dough? And also it's like, so are you just going to stop playing in the NBA because yeah. you want to try to avoid paying this woman? Right. It's, it's like your career's trash because. Yeah. It's like, um, <laughs> the Kardashians are working over time. I mean, it is like, cause first it was the Travis, um, Astro World, a huge tragedy. Then they are trying to distract everyone. We got Kim and P over yeah. here. Courtney's getting engaged. And then Kylie's pregnant. And then the articles are released for Kylie and Travis's photo shoot. We'll get to that. I mean, it's just, and then this comes out with Tristan. It's just like nobody can catch a break. No. And it's all these guys fucking up. And it's like, Chloe, I swear no. to God. If she, it's, and it's like, I know you have a kid, but you know what? You're not the only baby mama with him. There's three baby mamas at this point. Do you see them all still trying to be with him? Like, exactly. You have a kid together, but he's got, he, that's not his only kid. Right. And the thing about Chloe is like, she has such a hard time letting go. Like even with Lamar, it's like the only time she fully let Lamar go is when he fully OD'd in the hospital, yeah. you know? And she was still there for him that yeah. entire time. I and am the, so sick of her getting treated like shit. Exactly. Like she is You're so Kardashian. She is so dedicated and wants to make it work every single time. And that's why she keeps giving Tristan these chances because she wants that picture of her of True and Tristan as this big happy family. And she wants to have more kids with Tristan, like so that True can have a full sister. You know, it's yeah. like she wants all of these things, but it's like she's just got to wake up and be like, it is not worth it. I don't care if I have another kid with somebody else it'll they'll still be sisters it doesn't matter and that guy that potential dude could make you actually happy like tristan trashes your name time and time and time and time again i feel like chloe's just in this bubble because it's like do you see him trying hard with his other children no he doesn't try with his son that the the first baby mama no. has doesn't try with any of the other families chloe's like in this bubble thinking we have the we're gonna have the perfect little family like as if like her blinders are on that there aren't two other babies now right and that he has nothing to do with either and he's been an absolute piece of shit and he's cheated on you a million times like with also starting with your fi closest family friend jordan woods yeah exactly oh my god yeah and it's like dude you are blowing the opportunity of a lifetime to be in this family Absolutely. Did you not see that, um, what happened? I mean, it took 30 fucking years, but did you not see what happened to Scott Disick? Okay, he's booted. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you want to be next? And Scott even still has a soft spot with the family. Yeah. And then moving on, we have, like we were saying, Kylie and Travis Scott's, their leaked pregnancy photo shoot. Um, I loved the photos. It gave me Lana Del Rey vibes. I thought it was cute. Yeah. Did, oh, you showed me the TikTok where yeah. she's like, the theme is the theme poor. The theme is poor. <laughs> Definitely, I do feel like a, it, maybe not in touch with, once again, like not always in tune right. with what society's thinking of them. <laughs> you know, but where but it, also, if they did some elaborate ass uh, photo shoot, everyone would be like, this is so bougie. It's like yeah. them in just like average clothing. Yeah. In like a little. It's almost like, like it was in the 70s. Yeah. In like this like random house. Like in Stormy looks so cute. But the main thing about it was the, like the article, the magazine that got leaked and the captions in the article, you know, are saying that tri that Kylie and Travis aren't together, blah, blah, blah. Um, and that they were just doing this photo shoot like 
for the pregnancy that they're not in a relationship. But then Khloe Kardashian on TikTok was clapping back and she's like, I have no idea why the article would write that. They're absolutely together. So I hope they are together because that's what I want. Yeah. Oh, me too. And And I'm I'm sure that they are. And I'm dying to know what the baby, like if it's a boy or a girl, what the name is going to be. I'm biting at the bits. Oh, I can't wait. And then to finish off Gossip of the Week, we're going to be talking about Billie Eilish and her Vanity Fair interview that she does every single year. Oh, grab a bowl of popcorn and pop a bottle of wine (laughs) because we look forward to this day every year. Honestly, whoever was the producer or marketing person that decided to start this trend with Billie Eilish five years ago... Like really Somehow we can see the future because ca- wow, really cash the fuck out. Because she hope. started this when she was 15 and she's 19 now. And it's like every year her answering the same questions and watching back her answers from the years before. And it's so cute. I would love to do this. Me too. I was like be- a time capsule. Literally. And, and she's like, oh, that girl was going through it. When I'm, when she's saying that stuff, like right. she doesn't mean it. Like she was going, she did not. She's like, I was having an ad- identity crisis there in that time frame. Yeah, <laughs> for real. And you know, as she watches herself, she's constantly like saying she doesn't care what people think about her. And like, she's going to do whatever she wants and she doesn't care. And she's like, no, 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 no. Like she fully cared. The other thing about the interview is they didn't ask the boyfriend question. Every single year they're asking her like if she's in a relationship or if she's dating anybody. And every single year she's always said no. So they've always left it in. But this year that question was mistakenly missing. Yeah. And it's like, ooh. And her recent like album and music videos that came out, you know, where I'm like with the rain and she's on the rooftop. Oh, and yeah. it's like about that what whoever this man's is or I don't know who yeah, it is. Her ex. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, is she in a new relationship? She seems so happy. Why are we avoiding that question? Yeah, she does. She seems really happy, really you positive. You know what they need to do is they need to start this now with Olivia Rodrigo. Literally. Because it's like we're watching her when she's like 16 like, and she's going to blow up. It's like you even further see, than she and is now. The coolest part too is like seeing like how many followers do you have and who's the most followed person that follows you. Or, right. And and like each year it goes just jumping numbers and you know Olivia's would just skyrocket through oh, this. Oh yeah. Because I mean... Billy even started off in like the hundreds of thousands. You know, it's yeah. like Olivia Rodrigo's already at the millions on yeah. Instagram. You know, yeah, it's but like, we can go up from here, baby. Oh, Olivia, yeah, we can have go. your people call my people. Yeah. <laughs> Be like, let's get on that PR for you. This was my idea, copyright. Yeah, for real. <laughs> she said it first. She, 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 over, <laughs> she over there. <laughs> And I love, like, Billy's, like, mom and her family aspect. Like, how they're so, like, dedicated to each other, how her brother's her best friend. I could easily, like, light up a doobie with Billy. Oh, 100%. (laughs) She just seems chill and fun and everything on the board. Right. And also, did you see that she just dyed her hair dark brown, though? Oh. Like, the platinum blonde is gone. Wow. And she only did the platinum blonde for, um... That photo shoot. And everyone's like, she's got a new style. And she's like, I don't have a new style. I just, they colored my hair for a photo shoot. That was the whole vibe of the photo shoot. So yeah. she's like, then I just kept it. Yeah. Like, she's like, that wasn't, it wasn't me like trying to switch up my whole vibe. It no. just was for a photo shoot and it just ran with it. Yep. And but, everyone flipped. Oh, I loved the whole like, right when she announced that with like the Marilyn Monroe oh. and then her dress at the Met. Oh. I mean, just bada bing, bada boom. Love my girly. <laughs> All right. I think that is a wrap, Pete. Sure is. Make sure, like we said, go check out our YouTube. It's Let's Gossip on YouTube. Instagram is We Want Gossip. And make sure to subscribe, leave a review, whatever you want to do. We are... Oh, I forgot my own intro. <laughs> oh, See a vlogus... A vlogus. A vlogus. <laughs> a Christmas vlog. <laughs> One second, now I'm forgetting my outro. Hello. <laughs>